Welcome to the second episode of The Real Wine Show, where we try and stump our panel of wine experts in two rounds. Round one, spot the corker. Our contestants will be read three stories about wine. They'll receive points by figuring out if it's true or false. Round two of our show is always our no labels segment, which is the emotive blind tasting segment. So what we're looking for from our panel, they're gonna taste the same wine of a few minutes to make some notes, assess the wine, and then we're gonna ask our panelists to talk about the wine from an emotional perspective, right? Like how the wine makes them feel, does it transport them somewhere, or perhaps does it remind them of a person? And if it does, what kind of person is that? What's special or distinctive about that person? That's round two, no labels, blind tasting. So we found the brightest wine professionals in Michigan, but they all ghosted. Uh, and we desperately texted our friends to see who was available. So now we have Jared. He is the, the director of wine and general employee at Stock Garden. Yeah. Next, we have Omi over at... Hello. <laughs> he's, he's over at Ladder 4. That's the world-renowned Ladder World-renowned. Thank you. <laughs> I'll let you introduce Jason. And Jason Bertold is here. He's the executive chef at the Travis Point Country Club, but a winemaker in his own right. Is that correct, Jason? Yes, sir. Yeah. Former. So he's got a former winemaker. He's got some amazing wine experience behind him, working with fellows like Abe Shoner. 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 Yeah. Shoner, yeah. From Scolium Project. Scolium Project. Yeah, of course. Abe, we wished he would have done something in Michigan. Did I you know. ever talk to him about that? Yeah, he was passing through. They were going from New York to South Bend, but didn't have time to stop. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. Cool. So those are our panelists today, uh, Jason, Omi, and Jared. So let's kick it off uh, with the first story here. So gentlemen, this uh, we're going to read to you uh, five stories, and you'll each in turn have a chance to respond whether they're true or false, and you'll be scored according to not just the veracity, but the creativity of your responses, okay? So let's get things going with our most experienced uh, Jared Guild. Archaeologists uh, have found remains of a refrigerator in what is now northern Bulgaria that was used by Roman soldiers to cool wine and perishable foods. True. The ceramic construction, you're doing very well because you've gotten them both covered. The ceramic construction is around 2,000 years old. A second refrigerator of this type was already found last year in a former Roman fortress in the archaeological site of Nove. This is located near the present-day town of Svishtov. Uh, northeast of Sofia in Turkey, I suppose. So, yeah, the Roman refrigerator for wine and perishable foods. True or false? True. Why not? I won't argue with why, that. Why, so why let's not? We'll record Jared's response. It's true. Omi, what do you think about the Roman-era ceramic refrigerator? It sounded like you made up a lot of those words, so I'm going to say false. I did not do a good job of reading this, so yeah, I think... <laughs> Maybe you're, maybe you're on track with that. We don't, I don't know. I'm not saying one thing, or, but I, I did have a hard time with the reading, but I think that's my, the wine coming through there. Jason, you're on deck with the Roman refrigerator. I'm leaning toward false. False for the Roman refrigerator. So that's all three answers. Matt, is the Roman refrigerator story true or false? Oh, it's, it's true. It the, is. Boys, the cheese goes in the all hole. All true. Yeah. The, the cheese, cheese in, goes in the hole. Yeah. That's <laughs> the cold part in the ground. Simple math. The Romans knew it. We know it now. <laughs> yes, we do. Well, now we're finding it out. Like the story, we're finding it out. We're so the, out those are real words. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we, when we pronounce them correctly. I get it. Uh, the, the latest find is remarkable because it has additional cooling element from the lead pipe that was connected to the aqueduct system. 
Delicious, delicious right. lead. So the archaeologist at Warsaw University, and that's what he said. So the researchers also found fragments of wine glasses, bowls, animal bones. And based on these finds, they want to reconstruct the last meals of the Roman soldiers. Probably just a lot of dead songbirds. <laughs> yeah, it sounded like a fucking dope party. Yeah. <laughs> All the glasses got broken. You know yeah. it was a banger. <laughs> so 100 points each. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, I think two, that... Two, two points. Oh, two points to two points, Jared. Yeah. Jared always yeah. gets two points. Zero that's... points for Omi and zero points for Jason. Yeah. No, no, no worries. There's plenty of time to come back, okay. gentlemen. You know? don't, don't be intimidated by Mr. Guild. There's also shapes. Could I, could I borrow a pen from somebody? Oh. You guys, you guys can cut this out. You. I want everyone to think that I came prepared. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, oh, re- I'm ready. I can We're getting... Oh, all right. <laughs> can we throw Thank more you. things back and forth? <laughs> yeah. Maybe sparkling corks that we have to dodge while yeah. answering questions. Uh, All right. So, Matt, why don't you give us a story number two, our true and false story number two right. for the panelists here. Talking after long I'm actually break. ready for the agility portion in which you shoot the corks. <laughs> that, would be, that would be a lot of fun. Yeah. After a few bottles of wine, yeah, just yeah. start looking like a field sobriety test. All but, right. yeah, Matt. So, David Falstatter of McMinnville, Oregon has invented a new bird scaring and spraying device called Bird Away. When motion is sensed, sensed, <laughs> in the canopy, a pump at the end of the, each row turns on and shoots a fine jet of sulfured water out. Uh, it's going to change the way we control unwanted guests in the vineyard and spray for mildew at the same time. All you have to do is buy the motion sensor and the new pumps. You can use whatever irrigation system you can find. According to Falstatter, his own vineyard, Scrub J Hill, has been mildew and bird-free since they installed the system earlier this year. So is that true or false? We'll start with Jason. It's false. Sounds like a real tall order to me. So what was the storyline here? It's a, a water, a sulfurous water jet. To, that's that's where you lost me. Was with, with was with the sulfur. Yeah, once you yeah. had sulfur. <laughs> Any In irrigation spray. now sulfur. Yeah. You're changing your story, I see. Hard, hard, false. Well, if you have irrigation already, you can just spray into the canopy, and that kills all the mildew. But it also scares the birds and hits them with brimstone for their sinning. Yeah. So, so before we continue on with the true/false part of it, could something like this be feasible? I mean, let's just talk about that for a minute. I mean, could you, you have? I mean, like with lasers. And birds it's, and it's, it's laser birds. It's absolutely feasible. And I can tell you from experience growing up with a newborn who became a toddler, we had a sandbox in our apartment driveway in San Francisco. And we thought it was the best thing ever that we could just sit out there and play with him until we realized that every night the neighborhood cats would come shit in the sandbox. Yeah. yeah. So I started with a cover and they would scratch into the cover and they would still shit in the sandbox. A sensor light did nothing. But what worked was the Quick sensor sand. sprayer. Hooked, oh. hooked to a garden hose and when the cat would come through now I was with you on that story until yeah, the sulfur was involved up. so I'm, I'm still sticking to false because I think the sulfur is kind of a kind of a tall what order is just it, to be Jason what is it about the sulfur that's really turning off well one sulfur is not popular these days and two there's no way to regulate how much sulfur is going on to your canopy Fair enough. <laughs> using science. So, o- Omi, are you compelled by the cat story, the cat technology translating to the vineyard? What do you think about the uh, for I, water jets? I, uh, 
I decided it was false. A, a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, a long time ago. Before uh, Jason, mouth. you know, I'm, I'm dug in <laughs> at this point. I'm up, but I am intrigued about the velocity of the water. Is it a, it's, is it a mist or is it more of like a jet or is it like a pellet? It's not a bird bath, man. It's supposed to scare them off. I mean, they're not supposed to be luxuriating in a fire. I don't know. Mist. I'm just imagining like some sort of turret. Well, it's actually like jet. a water turret. Well, you, so you have the irrigation system that's going down and then you turn it up. Basically, mm-hmm. turn up for what? You're turning up for the birds. Death the birds. Turn it. Turn up for birds. <laughs> turn up for birds. The unwanted guests. Yeah. Yeah. Omi, would you be compelled if it was a Bordeaux mixture instead of just sulfur water? <laughs> so, no, I really was. I was really more, more excited at like. Uh, yeah. I was imagining like armor-piercing rounds of water. Oh, yeah. What know? if it was like for order high-velocity water of Ramos Gin Fizzes mid-service? Then the birds, they're out, right? <laughs> yeah, you just, just, just right. tickets the, is flying the at them. They're like, no, 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 no. That's yeah. I think that would be yeah. a much, a much more effective deterrent than any yeah. amount of sulfur water. It's just a, a okay. Issue. So you're like you said before, hard no on that one. Yeah, for the record, I'm hard false. false. Hard false. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Gill, Jared Gill, what do you think about the sulfur water jets as a Bird deterrent in the Do you want to say I think it was super cool that Jason built a quicksand pit to terrorize <laughs> the neighborhood cats yeah. and just sink them in, you know? I'm going to say false because I know a better technology already exists and it's called Rudy. Rudy? Rudy yes. Kirwan? Rudy, oh. Rudy was an old man that I met <laughs> in Germany who may or may not have had dementia, who had a shotgun and a timer and he would set the timer and every 10 15 minutes he'd walk out of his hut which we called the rudy hut and he would shoot a shotgun and then he would go sit down again and i was like this is a perfect technology there's nothing to be improved upon so rudy was just blasting in the air just blasting the air yeah every so often no no sleep always on the clock every 15 minutes (laughs) 15 minutes yeah that's all i saw you know so i'll take that as the truth just uh, micro napping yeah exactly yeah yeah Ten minutes at a time. Wake up, scare the birds. Back to the Rudy Hut. That's so al- that's alpha behavior, man. Yeah, that is perfect technology. <laughs> cannot be improved upon. So I'm gonna say false. False again. Okay, false. so it seems to be there's no no love for this system. No, no love. Man, is it oh, is it man. is it true? No love for my story. It was false. Uh, oh. I knew it too because you were also like, <laughs> here's why you should believe this. <laughs> You're like, listen, this is totally feasible. Think about it. <laughs> yeah, I put a quote in. Yeah, in the middle of a person. <laughs> All right. But y'all get 25 points, except for Jason. He gets also a square for having the made up a sandbox, and that's ah, a box yeah. is a square. So. I actually, I do have a quick question about the point system. What are what's a, what's at the shapes? Because I was hearing that last time, and I I just like tuned in halfway through. I was like, so some of them have squares and triangles. And I, can, I, I can answer this. This is it was foretold. This is one of Matt's. This is one of Matt's arbitrary systems, and it's it's a fine tuning system. And I don't know if it's squares fit in circles or circles fit in squares. I'm not sure how it works, but it, it's a way of at the end of the of the of the game for making those fine distinctions, right? So it's something you don't really have to worry. Objectively, are some shapes better than others? No, but they do all translate into wine, so you can drink <laughs> as much wine as you want. There's no cash affiliate uh, uh, replies here either, so it's just what it is. So gotcha. Yeah, we don't. Don't really know what the shapes are. More about, importantly but. than points, though, what are we drinking, Omi? Rich oh, has nice. absconded with it. Oh uh, yeah. So, what were you drinking? Um, more importantly, were, you drinking? were the harvest intern paid? You know, 
I don't know enough about Alice Bouveau to really say if she pays her harvest interns, but no. Based on based on how the wine tastes, they were probably paid very little. That's delicious. Ouch! Yeah. Whoa! It tastes like suffering. That's pretty hard. That's pretty hard hitting there. That's a hard hitting um, assessment of the wine. <laughs> this is Young Vine Chardonnay from Alice Bouveau. Um, you say suffering? Uh, suffering. Oh, suffering. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, I'm not familiar with the wine. Where is it from? What's the appellation and what's the storyline there? So she's a winemaker in, in Jura, in Arbois. I think her wines are <clears throat> are notoriously like unstable, but she's also one of those winemakers when where when the wine is like dialed in, it's fucking excellent. Are we allowed to curse? I already did. Sick. Yeah. I get points for that. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think that's... Who cares? Poop. I don't know. I wasn't sure if this is going to be on Disney or... No. You know. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't think so. I think that's fine. Well, not anymore. As long as, you know, it's if, if the, the language is employed to really express the, the sentiment... You Effectively know. used. Yeah, sure. yeah, that's Absolutely. what we're talking With about With purpose. So, good, good. Oh, yeah, cool. It's, it's been to France, Chardonnay. though. It's, like, declassified. I feel mm-hmm. like you can tell why, you know. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> oh, is it an oxidative style? I haven't tried it. No, is no, no. It, it, is, it is Wee. Please. Okay, it's full. Finish They're what you full. got in your glass. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm taking there. my headphones we'll off. No, no. Oh, Jay, no, yeah. no. Oh, thank you. Oh, word. Okay, cool. <laughs> More than just the executive producer, Jason Bang is also the, <laughs> wait, the purveyor one, of fine wines. Wait, the one person not in the wine trade has to pour the wine? That's part of the bit? <laughs> He's... That was a solid Just for someone who doesn't have to do it every day. I'm sorry. Yeah. Right? yeah. There's, a, there's yeah. a question from the audience. Can we address a... Kristen? Oh, yeah. No, there's no questions? No, Kristen just wanted to throw a fucking cork just at Just f- <laughs> fomenting acts of violence. Cool. All right. He asked for it. Let's jump into the next true-false question. You guys ready for this one? Yes. Okay. So this one goes, the story here, our little news clip, is that in the heart of Burgundy, France, a forgotten winemaking technique is making a comeback. Guillotage, uh, as it is known, is a centuries-old method of blending different grape varieties and vintages to create a more complex and harmonious wine. Uh, Guillotage was once used uh, widely by Burgundian winemakers, but it fell out of favor in the early 20th century. Uh, However, in recent years, a small group of winemakers has begun to revive this ancient technique, one of them being Isabelle Dubois, the famous (laughs) Isabelle Dubois, uh, she's a passionate advocate for guillotage, and she believes it is one of the best ways to express the unique terroir of Burgundy. Isabel's guillotage wines are made from a blend of different grape varieties, both red and white, including Pinot Noir, Gamay, and Elegote. She also uses grapes from different vintages to create a more complex wine. Who let off the responses last time? Jason did. Jason, let's see. Omi, what do you think about the guillotage uh, technique in France? Is it resurgent? I'm compelled by the idea of it, but just based on my experience with how militant Burgundy is with labeling varieties, vintages, and just with how expensive it is and the lack of experimental winemaking that happens in the region. You know what? I don't have to explain myself. False. <laughs> it, it, it may also be my my pronunciation may be bad, too. It's, I say guillotage, but it's G-I-L-L. O T A G E. Gillotage? 
We don't the, know. Pr- the pronunciation wasn't what swayed me. Okay, it was cool. everything else. So, Jared, what do you think about this one? Guillotage. Guillotage was my favorite character on the show Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> so, I'm going to say true for that reason alone. So, Wow, you took it to Gen Z right Hell there. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, uh, no? No. Maybe he's not Gen about, Z. Maybe Dragon Ball, Ball Z is millennial content. Millennial, sorry. My mistake. Yeah. I'm quite old. There's not a single Gen Z person in this room. What is the kids Gen of today Z? don't have three weeks to prepare for a battle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Such is the Dragon Ball Z tradition. Yeah. Sorry to tell you, I'm Gen Alpha. So, <laughs> so yeah, there is no Gen Z here at all. That's, that's correct. I'm, I'm sorry. So, we have a true, we have a false. Jason Berthold, what does he say? I believe that guillotage is a real thing. I'm going to say that it's true. While I agree with Omi's comments about Burgundy and how rigid and I guess kind of you know, structured things can be, I do believe that there are some youngsters that are that are breaking the rules. So I very much believe that it's true. All right. Well, the answer is that despite the the, the appeal of the, the concept of guillotage, it is in fact something that I pulled out of my, <clears throat> my bung, as it were. This is what happens when you stay home and watch Dragon Ball Z all afternoon. <laughs> yeah, you're like, given too much time to imagine what's going on in the world of wine. You know, this is how I, this is an inside of, of my mind, the workings of my mind. No, that is something I just made up. It sounded good. And I it thought the idea good. of blending, and it, you know, in champagne, right? I mean, they'll do the multi vintage yeah. thing, of course, mm-hmm. use of reserve wines. So I can see. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the guy sold me on it. Yeah, thank you. I, I tried. So right. that was our second true false question. Do you have a third? And then I think we're going to have a special guest for this episode. Is that right? What's the word points here? Oh, a word point. Yeah, for sure. Do that. <laughs> um, Wait, sorry. Wasn't, the, wasn't that the third one? That's the third one. We've got to give you points. Right? Oh, um, yeah. yeah. No, you don't. <laughs> Not us. We're actually fine. We're actually completely fine going pointless in this last <laughs> round. So third we're all set. Zero. All right. So, Jared, you got zero. I, I don't think that's true. That's fine. That, that's nice. False. I'm, I'm, I'm helping you uh, <laughs> by giving you zero. I don't think that's helping. Uh, Omi, you got 30 extra five for uh, going against a trend. You know what? I'm going to give you a. Let's give you like. It's good shape. Dodecahedron. What about an oval? All right. Oh, oval. <laughs> oval, right? Oh, what egg. you're saying is we'll you call can't. call it an egg. We'll turn it on its side. It's an egg, concrete egg. All right. And what you're saying is you can't nothing. draw a dodecahedron, <laughs> and that's fine. You can admit it. Yeah, I went to public school, so <laughs> we can't. All you can do is offer my man an egg and in this trying time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the fourth story here, we got a grape variety popular in ancient Greece has been rediscovered in the tropical climate of the Dominican Republic. So Professor Alain Delors in the Institut Argo Montpellier is investigating the possibility of viticulture on the Caribbean island on behalf of the Dominican Republic Ministry of Agriculture. The local staff uh, showed him a grape variety that is cultivated you know, a few hectators. Hectators. Hectator. Are you hungry? I am hungry. <laughs> Where's that pizza? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's going to call us. I don't know. A few hectares in the province of Bucuro. No. Bucuroni? No, no. Bau. 
Roco. Now we're just getting hungry. Now we want Bucharest. Yeah, macaroni and hecatators. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's used to produce a free red wine for family consumption. So, was the grape variety? Oh, I didn't even list it. Yeah, what's I? the name of the grape variety? We know. Did I? Oh yeah, Heft Alkilo. Okay, so I feel like you're making this up as we go along. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, half to Aquilo. It does sound like Matt's making oh, this up but as he goes along. you said it was Greek or something. It's Greek. It's a Greek. Yeah. Half to Aquilo. But also, I feel like Matt would not have set himself up for not being able to say a word on the I air. Mm-hmm. So, ah. I was going to say false because if it were true, the imperialists would have exploited it. Mm. And we would have, you know, colonial commodity wine production from Dominican yeah, Republic. The Dominican Republic, right. Yeah. But what's the mechanism? I mean, what if... True. What is the mechanism for Greek grapes to arrive in the Dominican Republic? That's a big. That was my question. I was like, that's very clearly Atlantean international trade. I mean, that's not. Who's even going to argue? You're talking about right? pre-Columbian, or what? Did you you say Atlantean, like yeah. Atlantis? Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, half a kilo. Look, you can't. Atlantean is referring to the lost city of Atlantis. <laughs> Those are the people of Atlantis. Yeah. You can't say Atlantean as if that's a trade route. <laughs> No, I meant literally the last people in Atlantis brought the Greek grape over. That's what I'm literally saying. Look, you're on a podcast. I don't know if you know how podcasts work, but we get some weird shit. So we're the saying. thumb doesn't exist. <laughs> Atlantis does exist. Burgundy's retired and everyone's moving to Baden. Thank you for saying retired. Right? <laughs> for, the, for the record, this is my first podcast. That's fair. So well, you're saying false? True. I'm saying the correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta give one. One. Sure. The, one. the ancient grape variety. All right, you will get one. In point. Dominican Republic. How's Omi, that? what do you, what, how's your, what are you, are you tracking with Jared on this or what do you, I, I don't know either, but go ahead. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I have to say false. False. All right. Yeah, this sounds like a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. I too think it sounds like bullshit, but oh. I've guessed wrong more times than I've guessed right today. So I'm going to go against my gut and say that this is a true story. Don't get too much in your head. I mean, yeah, that's, you know, that's, was, yeah. that's the wine talking, yeah. bro. So. You want to flip a coin? Uh, no, it's, this is true. This is a true thing. Yeah. Well, I, for the microphone, <laughs> flipping coins. <laughs> as, bizarre, as bizarre as it sounds, I, I think that it's really happening. All right. My interest is peaked. I would like to know. Yeah. That. I don't know the answer. You know, yeah, right. <laughs> I picked this one randomly. It is true. What? Yeah. It's just like I said. It's true. <laughs> Half Dacula. Could I? Is there anything about the lost city of Atlantis? Can we confirm? I mean, it's up in the air. Did the Atlanteans have anything? Can we? Can you confirm that the lost city of Atlantis is real? Is there anyone in the audience that can contact the lost city of Atlantis? Oh, there's one individual. If that came on the mic, there we go. At, and yeah. I'm sorry. Did you Ben's in the audience saying that you know someone that has an Atlantean artifact? There's, there's one one person in the Lansing area that has a, a, a certified genuine Atlantean. <laughs> certified genuine. There we go. We're cooking. There we go. <laughs> Confirmed. I get double points. <laughs> Thank you, Ben. You get you get two points because you elected to take one point for the first round. No, I made one good point oh. in saying the right answer. 
No, it's two points. <laughs> so you get two points. Okay. Are there yeah. any details about how it got from Greece to the Dominican Republic? You know what? There were when I read the story. You know what? Because <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome to know. I mean, a Greek variety yeah. in Dominican Republic, that deserves a little bit right. of... Uh, yeah. You know, elaboration. I would like to know more about that story. That'd be in the Patreon version. You don't, right? Yeah. yeah. So if you haven't, yeah, if you're not a paid subscriber yet. Oh, dude! No wonder the fucking we'll pizza to took forever. It's from fucking New York. Yeah. <laughs> there Jesus we go. Christ. That's a little side talk for our know. listeners here. We have we have been waiting and praying that this pizza was going to arrive, but it has arrived. So anyway, moving on. I think we have a very special guest story from Ms. Kristen Pennington. Is that right? It is. Excellent. Here she comes. So, but while we have a moment, I want to talk about Connie und Evie Silvaner no, from Zalu. Thank you for doing that. Go ahead. Yeah, got to fill that air. Go, go. Uh, I should know things about wine because it is my job, and I refuse. So, I know this is Silvaner. I know it's from the former East Germany, and I wish East Germany was still around. Wow, the color is quite impressive. I mean, it's there's got to be. Some, I mean, it's not old. I am not so old. Is it skin yeah. contact? It must be. Yes. Hmm. Yes. And it's from the former East German Republic of Zalunstrukt. Zalunstrukt. Okay. The only wine I've had from that region. What do you think about it? Let's give some feedback. Why don't you guys run through the, Jason? I think the wine is delicious. Very tactile. Very savory, but still fresh. Super fresh. I'm using words I'm not supposed to use, but oily, which I like very much. But but not greasy. Why can't you use that? I thought we were supposed to be more emotive and less descriptive. Well, that was, oh, no, yeah. So that that's particularly to the for the blind tasting mm. segment. So we can talk about wine as we like, but mm. yeah, the blind tasting thing, the emotive blind tasting segment, it's really just a device for the sake of the podcast. I'm really enjoying this wine. Thank you. Mm. I'm excited to try the. Uh, it's quite wine. funky, yeah. Well, before we get on to Ooh. the next wine, let's have uh, Kristen Pennington read to you the story bit uh, for you to decide whether it's true or false. Kristen? Thank you for having me on. In 2020, a man in his underwear was arrested for vandalism and driving with a suspended license in Modesto because he flagged down a wine tanker truck, climbed under it, released the valve, along with approximately a thousand liters of wine. Just running loose in the streets. Not running loose, flagged down. Well, no, I mean, after it opened the valve that was running loose in the streets, yeah. True. He was wearing underwear, so not that loose. Tidy <laughs> whities At least something was contained. <laughs> Modesto, California. Sorry, yeah. Tanker truck. Things happened. Okay. Eye contact. So, this man flagged down the, tra- the truck, released the valve in his underwear, climbed underneath it, Continue to drink wine from it while the truck was in motion. True or false? I'm going to say true because he should exist. And if he doesn't, let's make him exist. You know? 
You're prepared to go to my death zone. You're ready to do it. <laughs> okay. All right. That's all right. This, Fair enough. This, this man is what the world needs oh, now. I get to pick points now. I'm in the points position, right? You do. This, this is, is your good, good thing I was I so kind that. and nice to you in the last episode. I know, right? You're the best, France. Omi, what about this, this dude in Modesto in the undies and just ripping open tanker trucks full of wine? The no, silver this, bullets. Is that what they call them? This sounds like something like a hybrid between... <clears throat> Pretty much every opening to a Fast and Furious movie, and <laughs> that one scene in Breaking Bad where they had to steal a bunch of methylamine, it also requires us to believe that someone would want to perform <laughs> a highway robbery of wine in Modesto, California. Um, well, if you it was, if a you dude would have said Florida, if, if you would have said Florida, if you said a Florida man, if you started with a, a Florida, Florida man, man, I would have said true right away. Not, Florida not a Florida Can man. we name some Florida yeah. ADAs? Right I swear now? to God, if you went, if you went a Florida man <laughs> yeah. in his undies, I'm in. For the rest of the story, it doesn't matter what the fuck you said. You may have Disney World near you, but sometimes you need Disneyland. You know, yeah. so. It, um, it, it is a little hard to imagine that a truck would stop for a dude in their underwear. Would you do that? I wouldn't do that. So what had happened? In Modesto, what? The, what the city of modesty. What had happened was <laughs> originally the truck pulled over. What? And I'm sorry, were you there? <laughs> I was not. She, she's speaking. But it was. She said, I was the one in my undies. <laughs> <laughs> it was not. She's on some very cool Telegram channels, <laughs> just watching it live. As reported by CBS Sacramento. Uh, he he flagged them down in the tanker. The guy driving the truck thought that he would have to like something was wrong. Render so assistance. he he pulled over, and that is when Gabriel was able to climb under the truck. And you know the guy's name? Did you get his number? <laughs> I didn't get his number. Okay, okay. So there's more details. I'm Jason, are, are you, are you, are you falling for this? I, I, I am falling for then, this. And then yeah. he drove away and it wasn't until he saw that there was a loss of wine in the tank on like the readings in the truck that he pulled over a second time. And that's when police were able to come. There's, there's, uh, there's I'm live. Changing, changing my I was gonna say there's uh, yes, live. That, that, is there live volume there's monitoring? No readings, there's no readings that, in the truck. That, this is what I want. That's about. where I'm changing my answer. I was with you. I think you know if this would have been told that it happened in in France, everybody would say hell yes, it happened in France. Modesto, Modesto. The gilets jaunes. The 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 blending of multiple vintages got dumped out by somebody in their underwear and flagging flagging down a truck in Burgundy would have happened. In Modesto, although it's gonna be a freaky place, I don't think this happened there. It's not quite as rough as Sacramento, is it? No. I don't know if, I don't know if you guys are going to see this, but I just watched Kristen with no poker face look over to Chad and go, fuck. <laughs> as soon as Jason said, there's right. no live volume reading on a truck. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> yes. So my answer was definitely false. I do remember saying false. Kristen, tell us the truth. Good thing there's story. no audio record. Tell us this the truth. true. It's fucking Whoa! out of you. I, yeah, true. Like I said originally. Yeah. Yeah. I was like... What I said was, fuck, don't change your answer. 
Because I was so excited for you to get one. I needed it. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I, so the that is amazing. You want to hear it. And you recounted the story accurately? I mean, A they... California man has been arrested after he climbed underneath a moving wine taker. Oh, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Omi, you see, it started off a California man. Yeah. It, it's no, a riff I on... I, I don't believe that. It's a riff on the Florida <laughs> man. Unscrewed a veil and proceeded to drink from the vessel. Modesto traffic police arrested Gabriel Moreno, 39, on May 5th following the highway, the incident on Highway 99. Uh, in footage obtained by CBS Sacramento, a man can be seen running after the tanker, pulling himself yeah. up onto the side of the vehicle before climbing underneath while it was moving. The and incident suckling occurred from the metallic teeth. Shortly after noon, when the driver of the tank noticed a man in a car pulling to the left in an attempt to get his attention, according to California Highway Patrol spokesperson. Thinking the man, later identified as Moreno, had spotted something wrong with the tanker, the driver pulled over in the hard shoulder. Moreno followed him and shortly afterwards got out of his car and ran towards the area between the lorry and the tank. You can keep going. <laughs> Alarmed by his behavior, the driver started the engine and proceeded to rejoin the road. However, after his gauges recorded that he was losing wine, because no. no. they were there... He was forced to pull over for a second time and discovered Moreno under the vehicle drinking the wine that was pouring out. Well, thank you for that all those points, Kristen. I, I truly yeah. appreciate it. Sorry, I just I, I, I kept rereading no this bullshit yeah. for that, a long time so that I could do it without a and, and you read it unscripted, which is what that, yeah, yeah, I tried. I really tried here. Well, that is one of those kind of stories that would... But I get to would... award points. Okay. Yeah. Oh, let's do that part of it. Yes. So Go let's ahead. Give how, everyone, uh, how do you feel about the respondents? Object first. Like, let's give them... Only oh. with like a pizza-shaped object. A but there's no interest in an actual uh, pizza. Uh, pizza. He just wants a pizza uh, shape. Pizza for Omi. Yeah, for no, sure. He just wants pizza shape. Pizza. Uh, plus, plus... plus. <laughs> It's just crazy that the talent didn't get pizza like right away. <laughs> we're still learning. No. Like, this is <laughs> only no. episode uh, two. Only. The talent did get pizza only. The talent uh, did we're gonna give that. So nobody actually said it was true, right? I did. Yeah. <laughs> well, originally, but then you changed it. No. Yes. That's what I remember. Okay, and you get. Thank you. You get a heart. Plus 75 points. Because you wanted to believe it, and then you changed your uh, mind. He did, want to, he did want to believe, and that's, that's what's important here today, I think, everyone. We want to believe that a pizza. the world mm -hmm. of wine is this diverse. This is... And 50 points. Fair. And I really, you were there. Yeah. You were with me. Yeah. Yeah, he just threw him off on that whole thing about the live the volume, volume reading. The volume of the show. Yeah, what was that? That was the false wrong. part of the story. Because he was that man. Mm. This man's been to Modesto. Yeah, like he, He's been to Modesto. Like, have you driven a tanker truck? I've like, done you that. made it seem like you'd driven a tanker truck. And no. So, can you give us a, a points tally, Chris, and then we'll, we'll move on to the blind also, tasting portion here in just sorry. a few moments. No, you're doing great. Like, 
You're making the stars. This is I'm good. I'm making a star. You get a star. Who's in the love. lead right now? Let's Why just go to that. What do you, do you have a feeling? I can't read any of this. <laughs> They're always fucking talking. Yeah, do it Why right up on the microphone. The key <laughs> is to chew your food. It right looks to me like the power to decide who's in the lead is in your hands. And in the lead right now is go there's two J's. I don't know which one it is. <laughs> one of you two are in the lead. I assume it's you because I gave you 75. It's actually J for Jomi. Oh, right. <laughs> All right, good. We're going, get, uh, how's that pizza? Oh, it's delicious. He's smacking his lips on the mic. <laughs> Very good. Okay. So, at the conclusion of our first round, we have uh, we have Jared Guild in the lead by a mere. It looks like it's a it's a small margin. It's only twenty five points. So we're preparing to move into the blind tasting segment. You gentlemen have the wine. On the table, have you poured it yet? I believe so. Yeah, it's poured for us. Everyone, oh, it was poured for, who did that? Ah, Matt, on top of things. Solid snake over there. Excellent. You've seen how he snuck in here. This is a service-oriented institution. Yeah. And I have deep respect for that. Yeah, I'm impressed by it, too. That's great. Mm-hmm. So here we are. You have a little bit of pizza. You have your blind wine. We hear the pleasure of the pizza. Let's hear how the Wait. wine is going down. Can somebody give us a little taste of... How they taste wine. Let's so, hear it. Let's hear it. I want to hear it. Well, my emotive tasting. No, no, no. I want to hear the. the <laughs> you're over here like smacking lips on the mic. Let me hear the wine. I, Look, the pizza, you, great. You Fine. can subscribe. Here's how I. To Omi Mai's only fan. Listen. Here's how I get down. And, you ready? There we go. And that's Omi. That's how he does it. Look, the wine drinking sounds All right. and the feet picks are behind the paywall. Sign up for our Patreon. The Patreon. Yeah, we got that open. So who's prepared to go? Who wants to talk about this wine? Right here. Jared Gills, go. Okay. I'm back. I was at my grandparents' farm in Kentucky in the hot yes. summer. <laughs> this is a lie. Don't do that. Jared, come from, speak from the... Here. You have one of the biggest hearts in the business, Jared. Speak... From the heart for us. That's what we ask for you. As a fat kid. <laughs> a fat kid? I enjoyed playing on the farmstead and enjoyed my grandmother's food even more. What is he reading, by the way? That's what he wrote. Oh, he's reading what Ben wrote. Chad has not listened to the first episode of the show yet. I was busy. He doesn't know the lore. I was busy. Look, that was one for the regular listeners. Right. And uh, it's a little shout out, it's a little fan service, we call it. Can so, someone, who would like to speak to this right. wine? Jason's ready Jason, to go. No, Jason Burton. Jason, I'm sorry. We're banned. But this is, this is, this is an emotive response to the wine. That's or, exactly right. Right. Okay. Yeah. So not a straight tasting note. We're not yeah. looking for berries and leather and chocolate and mm-hmm. that kind of mm-hmm. citrus, that stuff. You can tell a story. The, you can, you know, like, like a person that reminds you, that it reminds you of, like. I don't have that. Anything like deep that. of a draw at this moment, but well, that, that see that's legitimate too. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's if yeah. the wine doesn't pull you in right away, that tells you something. It it it, it pulls me in here as I'm as I'm starting to kind of kind of you know loosen up and soften the edges a little bit. But I think that this this is a wine that has a lot of energy to it, which I respond well to. I like wines that have energy and and kind of pull you into the glass for a second or third sip or smell. This wine very much does that for me. The shaka was flown, by the way. That's mm-hmm. what I did here. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> the life. 
the energy. I don't. I, I'm going to let my esteemed colleagues speak more to it. Esteemed? Yes. What? Oh. <laughs> These, Jason, tired. Jason, yeah. you started. You got to get. to finish? You got to finish, man. Yeah, we, we gave one pass to Jared. For clowning. For clowning. Because <laughs> that's all he was doing was clowning. Yeah. Well, I mean, aside from the energy that I that I feel apparent in this wine, it makes me happy to be drinking it. Hell yeah. Right? This is right? good. This is good. It's great. Yeah. This is good. Omi? Omi, how are you feeling about the wine? All right. Well, we won't like, I feel yeah. relaxed. We'll give you a pass. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently. <clears throat> so happy to drink. Relaxed. Yeah. This no, cool. this feels like... Uh, this feels like someone who just walked into the grocery store on a Sunday. You know, yeah. oh man, like in sweats and stuff. Yeah, like exactly. Workout. Yeah, yeah. and they're Lululemons. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. And they're Lululemons. They're fucking. Uh, you know, they're too busy being champagne all week. Um, and they're like, on Sunday, yeah. man, I'm just gonna be a little pet now, just kind of hang out. You know what I mean? I'm too fucking tired of being champagne. <laughs> that comfort level makes way more sense. Why you've taken your shirt off now? Especially, like, the way I get it. You are yeah. like dressed. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little shout out for our audience. <laughs> Yeah, for he's our, actually for fully our naked on the right video. Now. That's what. <laughs> yeah, not not the perverts on the video. Yeah, for our creeps watching at home. <laughs> I do want to say though, I do like the the ladder four logo thing on the hoodie. It's I think yeah. those are really, at the gear. The new gear is cool. Hey, thanks. I do you want to say that? Very much shout outs. That's They're what great. I give a shout out for. Very good. It's intriguing. Thanks, you look at it, you're like, what is that? Yeah, I hope you're compelled so, by how illegible it is. <laughs> <laughs> We've had enough shout outs. Do we have any call outs? Hmm. Mm. Mm. Call outs? Yeah. What is the wine? Oh, oh! I thought you meant like calling somebody out. Like, I fucking that guy, hate that guy's that. an asshole. Yeah, right? we all agree. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of call outs, <laughs> Matt just showed back up. <laughs> um, Jared's looking serious about it. I think he's gonna come with something. All right. Yeah. No. To, I mean, I think he knows what it is. Look at his face. <sighs> I want to say this is. I want to say. It's, a German pet nat, but oh, is that distinct, Omi, from sect? I'm not a tech guy. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more of a vibes guy. I don't know if you heard my <laughs> tasting note. Understood. This is Sunday at the grocery store. Uh, understood. But does anybody want to comment on that? Like, so, is there a di- distinction? Could can sect be pet nat? I think of sect as being method traditional. Sect is yeah, legally agree, always. Yeah. Method traditional. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. This wine. Shout out to the lawyers on the podcast. What up, Stuttgart? <laughs> this yeah. wine reminds You're not me. To say this wine. That this is a, this wine, oh. right in front of us. The wine of my glass reminds me how annoyed I was not going to the water park when I had to go to Orlando for food shows. And a food show is not a thing to complain about being at, but when you're staying at Universal Studios and you can see the water park right there, and you have to go eat food and drink a bunch for free and get paid to do it, but you're not at the water park, you know, it's truly a blessing and a curse. And I would not consider myself a Florida man, but I'm considering going to Orlando just as ever. And that's what this wine makes me think of. And that's why it's so great that the prize for this episode is a trip to Orlando <laughs> <laughs> to go to Universal Studios water thank, park. Thank you, and Eagle Eye. I, yeah. <laughs> thank, you, thank you to our sponsor, Eagle Eye, who is now legally unhooked. Just send the winner of this episode and all of their friends. 
life. to the water park in Orlando. It's quite ironic. It was a generous prize, but you know, <laughs> so, you're a great company and so I strongly support. So let's recap. Let's recap the impressions. We have the Orlando water park. Orlando water park. Omi, what was it again? Sunday at the grocery store. Sunday at the grocery store. Jason, you were... I I, I was just feeling the energy of it. The energy. Just vibes. Raw raw vibes. These are pretty exciting things, and it sounds like this is definitely a wine, a sparkling wine. We heard you were mentioning Petnat, Omi. I do not think that it's Riesling. No, No, I don't think... I agree. I don't think it's Riesling. Sex, But there's just something kind of like... tropical about this that mm-hmm. draws me to what about the texture i mean does it have like the mousse like the bubbling part of it does it have the none there is none none so how did you determine it was petnet if there's no bubbling there no, was no, there's, and now there's I mean, not it's bubbling oh there was like the story of petnet there were bubbles and now there's not bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> keep that through it there's the service yeah Oxford yeah they should have tried harder yeah <laughs> so let's unveil this thing then let's see what yeah, we've no, got no 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 one's made a call no one has made a call no one said what they think it is They've just talked about it like, you know, some objective bullshit. I, I, I'm, I'm going to call that it's Cremant from Jura. Cremant. A, a, blend right. of, a blend of grapes. Yeah. Oh. You took Jura, so, I mean, I would have said Jura. And so if it's correct, you know, I'll get some Jura points. But I'll say <laughs> Northern Italy. All right. Of what? <laughs> what? Grapes. Grapes. All right. <laughs> Omi. You said German Petnat. Omi's going back for a retaste. Oh, there it is. You can hear the you can There's hear the phone. There there it is. Is. You can hear the bubbles. All right, there. so we'll do a, a reveal now since everyone's made a call. Sorry to put everyone on the spot. It's a podcast. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you know that one, don't Survey you? Says. I do. I, I haven't tried it yet. Yeah. I, I almost opened this the other day. Oh man, it would have been sick to fucking call this. Yeah. <laughs> so what is it? This is Jean-Pierre Robineau um, in the Loire Valley, 100% Chenin Blanc. This is a method traditional. This is not Petnat. Oui. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool. And I'm really pissed that I didn't call this now. Uh, I'm still you, mad yeah, at I think, I think you guys are right on top of that, though. I mean, everybody had yeah, a piece called, of it. Uh, yeah. That was pretty good. That was cool. It was nice to see. Oh, Stacey I was really, really glad I called Loire Valley. You yeah. Know, that yeah, 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 that makes me feel good in my heart that I said yeah, that earlier. I was, I was there when... When, when Jared fucking nailed it. <laughs> All right. So what do we got for points? Go. Tell us. All right. It. Kristen was in there too, monkeying around oh. with the points business. So, so no, I have, I, have, oh, with I, I give this wine a 92. <laughs> if we're talking points. So before the, the interlude, Jared had 104 with a star, with a heart. heart. See, thank you. And then Omi had a triangle. No, that's a pizza. pizza slice. Pizza slice. Oh, pizza slice. Literally. Pizza and Obviously. an egg. Right. Egg on pizza. Oh, egg on pizza. I did not Ooh. put an egg on pizza. No, he had an egg before. But Matt gave me an egg before. An egg. Then I got oh, a pizza. Yeah, he had a concrete egg that's on pizza. That's got a whole brunch pizza. Whoa. Can you people get down to the, the nuts and bolts here and figure out who's who's the big winner here today? I'll take more food well, shaped. We, uh, have to, we have to do the, you know, points. the points. I thought the shapes were all about doing I'll, like I'll the fine tuning. Like who's in the... All right. It looks like Jerry. Here's the winner. Can we Jeez. get some applause? Look. Although, no, wait, wait, wait. Star 75. Oh, wait. I, is, it, is this the call out portion <laughs> no, of the pod? No, no. Hold on. He's the winner of this the first is... round. Yeah. <laughs> oh. we, we haven't assigned points for the second round. It's okay. I'm sharing the win 
with my team. Well, here. you didn't get that's, close. That's all there is at all in the the call. <laughs> Neither did I, I only said I nailed it, and that that's all that matters. That's water under the bridge. We've declared but a winner that Jared Gill was. Yeah, right. no. Jared's a winner. Everyone's a winner. But that's cor- that's what I would like to reiterate in the, the closing of the this, show. I would like to reiterate that so. everyone is a winner, and that both Matt and I appreciate. Am I lying? No, you're not lying. We appreciate. That you gentlemen have come out tonight and participated in this second episode of The Real Wine Show. It's true. Chad, Chad is right. We are all winners. Oh, you of look a trip like winners. to Orlando. You look from like win- Eagle Eye Distributors. Thank you so much, Eagle Eye. I'm so yes. glad I'm friends with you guys. It's awesome. Oh, there's yes. the audience. Eagle Eye, thank you for sending us all to Orlando. Orlando, here we come. Here we we come. will produce some great Instagram content. Orlando, yeah. here we come. For the social media manager. Uh, we have one more wine on the table, though. Well, I mean, as long as the wine is oh, here. Yeah, so speak, talk, you know. speak about it, please. Should I speak about T- it? Take yeah. us out, Jason. Yeah, oh, here we go. Francois Cotta, Le Monde Sancerre, 2013. My first encounter with Sauvignon Blanc that had texture, not just fierce acidity. Yeah. Right around this time, you know, we were, we were drinking a lot of Burgundy, and I was learning about Burgundy and the whole Kimmeridgean thing, and, like, that was always the topic of all the sommeliers. Kimmeridgean, Kimmeridgean. And there's an outcropping of this in Sancerre, and I was fortunate. That's the same soil type you find up in, in Oregon, too, right? Oregon, and, and, and I believe there's even some in Michigan. Was talking, Is there a I, I, I here? I think so. Oh, I didn't even know. Yeah. Ah. But, this, but this wine, to me, I think really embodies what great Sauvignon Blanc can be in, in the hands of, of, of somebody who you know, allows it to kind of run its course. I mean, these grapes are picked very, very late. And all, you know, done neutral oak. And I think you can tell that there's a lot of richness and power to the wine, at, even at, what, 10 years old now? Still a lot of life left. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's not yeah. a question. But the detailing is what's really, for me, yeah. was really impressive. You know, that, like you say, it's not just about the high acid. Mm-hmm. It's not about the fruit show, for sure. It's settled yeah. in and very, very comfy where it is. And, and you know, this wine smells um, very, very honeyed and rich. I, I don't know if there's there's botrytis in there or not, but there's none of that on the palate, which is kind of intriguing to me that you're getting really ripe, intense fruit, but then you're getting this really chiseled structure on the palate. And every vintage is different. I've had some that feel like they have a little bit of RS left in it. Mm-hmm. This one to me does not, but uh, I don't know, kind of a fun fun example of Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And this ex- is the perfect kind of wine when you go to sell it, that someone comes and says Sauvignon Blanc, and you're like, it can be brilliant, but then also you're like, it's not for you. It's not. No, no, no. no. It's not for you. It, it's, it's fine. It's fine. I would rather sell you New Zealand so I can keep this for myself right. and share it with friends. So thank you for sharing with us. My pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. Yep. Cheers. Right. Hey, cheers. Oh, nice. There it is. I want to say thank you to Jason for being a consummate professional while Jared and I fucking dicks around all the time. Also, tune in Omi and I's new morning show <laughs> no plug we, no plugs yeah, yeah. we yeah. no we will Two be plugs. going directly from bar service to the 4 a.m slot <laughs> on your local pirate radio station oh man Let's your morning go. zoo crew it's a 4 a.m pod it's just an hour of us screaming into a mic you guys, don't do it you guys you guys would kill it though that'd be awesome you lots of rap it. air horn right. you would kill it yeah uh let's we'll wrap the air horn yeah. and then we'll wrap the top show yes thanks guys <laughs> Thanks so much, guys. Join us uh, next time for episode three of The Real Wine Show. Good stuff. (laughs) I joined the party late.